It's God. The fifth chapter of the book of Genesis. Again, thank you, church, for being the church of God. There are three locations God of church. One in the grave, one in the heaven, and one on earth. Which one do you belong to? Those who are alive and remain shall be caught up. Not shut up, caught up. Shouting, amen, with a shout. Pentecostals are not quiet people. We're loud people. Chapter 50 of the book of Genesis. Hallelujah. Praise God. In verse 20. And I had my own title, but I felt God give me a title that I should reuse. Because this title is global, and yet it's parochial. Global means worldwide, parochial means right here. But we belong to a global body. Amen. We're just a parochial aspect of a global body. The corporate body you'll never see in one place. But the individual members you can see in the outposts. Chapter 50 and verse 20. But as for you, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good, to bring to pass, as is this day, to save much people alive. Now, therefore, fear ye not, for I will nourish you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spake kindly unto them. I want to preach to the living and the dead. Hallelujah. I want to dedicate this message to all the beheaded Christians. Amen. And my title today is God Turning Your Tragedy into Triumph. God turning your tragedy into triumph. I want to talk to somebody who's being persecuted. You're not beheaded, but you are being persecuted. You're being tormented. You've been put in the frying pan. You've been put in the toaster. You've been put in the grip and device grip. And they're tearing your flesh apart. And it looked like you're losing. But I'm telling my friend God will stop the bruising. In time, you will stop the losing. This morning, I'm going to tell some people, your past will not destroy your future opportunities. Because God said it, I will nourish. I will keep you alive. I'll take care of you and your little ones. Hallelujah. Whatever the adversary is doing, tell them your adversary that God can turn adversity into divine prosperity. I want to tell you today, God has an option. God is never without a solution. God is never surprised with what's happening to His church. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Hallelujah. Clap your hands. You may be going up on the rough side, but don't worry, my friend. It will get good on the other side. Hallelujah. You can't keep a good soul down. You can't keep a good church down. And you can't keep a good God bound. Let's worship Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
You may be seated. Joseph and the lady Esther have a lot in common. Joseph had dreams that bothered brethren and others. And they despised him for the way he was beautified and magnified and glorified and lifted up. You know, I don't, I don't know why people hurt you and hate you because God is blessing you. <laughs> they can have the same blessing you're having if they want it. Uh, they can have the same prosperity if they, if they want it. Because the same God who is rich to me can be well to you also. If you make up your mind to do what I'm doing, you can get the same results. And they hated Joseph. I mean, they all had sleep, sleep the night before. And too bad they had no dream and no vision. But living for God, God's people have dreams and visions. Amen. We plan to leave earth. I don't care what you're planning on, but we plan to leave this world for a better world that God has prepared for us. And he said, if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And where I am, I'll come again and receive you unto myself. You can't beat that dream. You can't beat that promise. God gave that. It's locked into my heart, my friend. And nobody's going to take it out. No trial. No tribulation. No temptation. No power. No turmoil. Going to rob me of going to heaven. I'm going to heaven if he kills me dead. I'm going to get there. Dead or alive, I'm going to be there. Hallelujah. Somebody said hallelujah. I got my mind made up. My foot is on the rock. And my name is on the roll. And you can't push me off the toe. I'm going to heaven, my friend. Hallelujah. And they tried to kill him. They tried to kill him and they couldn't. You can't kill my dream. You can't kill me. You will not kill the dreamer of the dreams. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so they lied on him. Now, tragedy happens to everybody. You live long on earth, you're going to have a tragedy in your life. Maybe one, two, or more, hopefully, no more than one. But if they come, faith does not have to triumph over you. Amen. Don't let your problems undermine your progress. God said to you, don't let your problem undermine your progress. Praise God. Don't let your tragedy hijack your future. Don't let your tragedy hijack your future. And I'm telling you right now, don't let your situation dictate your destiny. Do not let your destiny be determined by your present situation. Because God has divine elevation for everybody in such situation. Your eyes have not seen. Hallelujah. Not enters your heart what God will recompense with. God is a recompenser. So say right now, get behind me, tragedy. Get behind me, trials. Get behind me, temptation. Get behind me, turmoil. I got my foot on the rock. And my name is on the roll. And you ain't pushed me out of the toe, my friend. The devil needs to know there's some people whose mind are made up. A lot of people in the Middle East are being put through tests and trials and tribulation. And they're putting out to their throats and they choose to die rather than deny Jesus Christ. Somebody loves him. <laughs> and have you folks have heard Jesus Christ brag? He's not as humble as they tell you. 
He brags a lot. In heaven, he said to the angel, These love not their lives. <laughs> These love not their lives. Can you match that, Gabriel? Can you match? Ah, come on now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Because they said, My tragedy will not be my downfall. Now, Joseph had a lot of disappointments in his life. Disappointment is character building. It doesn't mean you have failed. It doesn't mean you have sinned. Bad things happen to good people. Don't let Satan lie to you. Don't let Satan undermine your future in God. He is a liar, the father of lies, and everything he says is a lie. If he opened his mouth, it's lies and lies and nothing but lies. Amen. He can accuse for so long and bruise for so little, but the time is coming when he'll be under my heel. I'm going to bruise his head. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Joseph went through all those problems and tragedies lied upon. If you think you got problems, talk to Joseph. He went through a whole excursions of them. Now, how can a good man suffer such terrible things? Because tragedy is common among us. People think, oh, think it's strange. It's common to us. But victory is also common. Amen. Hallelujah. And Joseph had a day when God turned the tragedy into divine triumph. He turned it around. And hear this. He prospered more in time than he suffered in time. God always gives you double for your trouble. God always outweighs the problem with solution. Weeping may endure for the night, but the morning is coming. Joy is coming. The Bible talk about Jesus, the Pharisee, the Sadducee, and all the adversaries ganged upon him, lied upon him, giving mistrial. It looked like they sound his message, his march, his method, his mission. It looked like they got him, but they didn't know it's also written, Joy coming in the morning. The Bible says he endured even for a season because of the joy that's coming. If you are tempted right now, you're being, hey, it's a crown you've been set up for. There's a crown and you can wear it if you go in Jesus' name. There's a winner crown for those people. Hey, God says, you don't suffer at my altar for naught. Joseph got his brethren in a corner. They had to bow to him. A very sad thing happened last week. I tried to tell most of you about it. Just to prepare you for it. I saw Israel back against the wall. Even the prime minister was almost believing that he has failed. He felt that. And I thought, if he ever failed, this is the end time. This is it. I told our preachers that. I said, if he ever failed, this is it. Because what the eagle was asking him to do, 
The eagle was asking the woman with the twelve stars and the moon and the sun to make a compromise. And the dragon, the red dragon, was behind it. Amen. And it looked like it's going to happen. Hallelujah. And Zechariah said, they did part my land. But parting my land also means the advent of Jesus Christ. Because the next verse is said down there, and Jesus appeared when they parted his land. So if he did part his land, he would appear to fix it. And I watched it. And I saw and listened to what the news said. And what looked like a tragedy for the eagle. Amen. Bringing the woman with the twelve stars and the crown and the moon around her. Amen. It looked like she was about to cave in. But something happened, a twist and a turn took place. And what would have been a tragedy for the woman, amen, hallelujah, with the twelve stars. Now you figure out what I'm talking about. Read your Bible. A miracle happened. And they prevail. And that is the beginning of the decline of the eagle's wings. I'm going to tell you by prophetic word, you're going to see in the next four years or so, the fall of the eagle, biting the dust, and the rise of the woman with the twelve stars. Amen. And the sun and the moon covering her up. Because God turned tragedy into triumph. It happened before. In Egypt, the Assyrians and the Egyptians decided to destroy the royal seed. And it looked like a tragedy is going to happen. But God, with a twist and a turn, brought a Savior who turned things around. Let me tell you, there's a Savior for your problem. I said there's a Savior for your trial. There is a Savior for your temptation. There is a Savior for your tribulation. His name spelled J-E-S-U-S. There is no greater name given among men whereby we can be saved from our trials, our trials, our tribulation. Oh, come on, somebody. There is no greater name more feared by demons of darknesses. If angels fear it, so must soldiers fear it. I thought to myself, you know, Egypt fell trying to destroy the seed. Assyria fell trying to destroy the seed. Hey, church, you're just important. You're very important. Anybody in your family, anybody that touches you, are touched on the apple of his eye. The church is the bride of Christ. You want to see a man get mad? Touch his wife. The girl that he nourishes up. Amen. And cherishes up. And take right by me, is that right? Is that right? Time for a shotgun. Is that right? Time for an axe of 238 to defend your, your divine property. Now, you touch the bride of Christ, it's like touching him. He that touched you, touched me, the Lord said. He that let you in, let me in. I'm trying to tell church, God is your Savior. I don't care what you're going through. There is a Savior for your problem. There is a Savior for your temptation. There is a Savior for your tribulation. There is a Savior for your 
problems, God is there, there to rescue you and bring you out. It looked like a tragedy, but God said, I can make it into triumph. Just call upon the name of your Savior. Yes, hallelujah. I say, hallelujah. The devil must not destroy or dictate your movements. Don't let Satan destroy your faith. Don't let Satan destroy your confidence. Lift up your head. And don't let Satan dictate your future. Come on. Your future is in God's hand. God said, I know the thoughts I have for you. I know where I place you. You're in the palm of my hand. I can't forget you. I won't forget you. God's not that he's alive. You got money problem, God can pay the bill. You got marital problem, God can fix it. You got children problem parenting, God can help you. You got a savior. I said, you got a savior. My God, you got a savior. Get on your knees and pray to him. And watch the problem turn around. Turn your knees and call upon him. And watch the child become triumphant. I said, God can solve the problem in your house. In your house, there's a Savior. There's a Savior in your marriage. There's a Savior in your economy. There's a Savior in your family. Oh, come on, church. You've got a Savior. Your tragedy won't last too long. Hallelujah. Egypt failed. Assyria failed. Babylon failed. Media person fail. Come on, not Greece fail. Antiochus Epiphany fail. Hallelujah. Rome fail. Come on now. Hello. Ottoman Empire fail. Spain fail. And the eagle, you're going to land and not get up. And Israel surprised. Hallelujah. But Israel can't hear me right now, but you can. No weapon formed against you, said the Holy Ghost, shall prosper. I don't care how many dragons coming your way. You shall not be defeated. Nobody can pluck you out of my hand. He is the Almighty. He's the all-powerful. He's the all-greatness. He's the best of them all. you got a giant. He's not like Samson. He's bigger than Samson. He's bigger than Hercules. Your God is in your problem. Your God is in your trial. In all the affliction, He was there all the time, waving in line for you and me to call upon Him. I tell you, God's going to help you with your parenting. God's going to help you with your marriage. Going to help you with your economy. Going to help you with your dream. Going to help you. You're not going to be defeated. You shall rise again. I'm trying to tell somebody there's been revival in this church. Everything you lost is coming back home to you. God's going to bring it back home to you, my friend. In the spirit of restoration, God said, I can't do it. Satan, why you forgot that you got a God who sees and hears? Hallelujah. What a mistake that he made crucifying Jesus. The biggest mistake the devil ever made was not talking to Adam and Eve. It was to drive the first nail in Jesus' hand. 
What a mystery. Because he, he said, read the fine print. If I be lifted up, that's why you should in your trials lift up Jesus. Jump out of your bed in your nightgown and start shouting. Go home, go into every room and curse every demon in that darkness. Uh, lift up the mattress and curse the curse the mattress. Curse the pillar. Curse that shirt he wears or the dress she wears. Curse the shoes they put on. And then anoint it with Jesus' blood. And said, it's Satan, I come against you to cast you out. I'm not giving tendency to you. I give no place to you, Satan. There's no hope for you here. Get out of my house. Get out of my marriage. Ah, come on out. Get out of my children. Get out of my affairs. Get out. There's no room for Satan around here. Somebody to know you've got to save you. Woo! I got some don'ts for you here. Don't let your problems undermine your spiritual progress. Hallelujah. Don't let your tragedy hijack your opportunities. It's all yours. Don't let your situation that you're going through right now dictate your destiny. Don't live up to the expectation of Satan. I said, don't live up to the expectation of your fears. Fear has torment. I gave you favor, not fear. It's about time somebody gave up and said, Come on, somebody. Don't let setback govern your decision to go forward. Don't accept defeat in time of your struggle. It's better to be struggled than to be murdered and killed. Victory shall be mine. If I hold my peace, then go to fight my battle. I'm trying to tell somebody here, you called to win. I didn't give you the spirit of fear. I gave you the spirit of a sound mind. Somebody to realize you've got a Savior. Woo! Hallelujah. Worship God right now. Let the church amen. Let the church amen. Don't accept defeat in time of struggles. Victory, victory shall be mine. It's just around the corner. Hallelujah. Don't give others opinion of you the time of day. So that's what you think. Let's know what he says. Ooh. Hallelujah. You know, my brother went to college many years after a teacher told him, you might as well quit school. There's no hope for you. You'll be a butcher or a baker. As if, see, that, obviously that, 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 that teacher had never been on a cruise before. and never been on the high rise before. Because butcher and bakers are making the money. More than anybody else. More than he does. He will never make what they make. Never! And never go where they go! But anyway, he, I said, brother, he's wrong about you. He, he didn't got that power. My brother ended up with a Bachelor of Commerce at the University of Alberta, so he couldn't say he bought his degree, because he can't buy a degree there. 
He graduated. And he's practicing law today. Hello. The devil's lie about you. Well, you're going to backslide. So watch out, devil. I'm going to be your terror. You think terrorists in the world is bad? The worst terror is the one that terrorized the devil. He said, Paul, I know. Jesus, I know. And the top church I'm fearful of. Wow! There's some believers there. You can't deceive them. They're so strong in faith. Uh, professing their God. They know their God. And their God knows them. Well, The devil made a mistake. You should see the demons come together. We should have left him alone. I want you the next two minutes show the devil. I wish you had left me alone. Because look what... You just promoted me. He went to heaven and sat down on the right hand of God. Hallelujah. Said high and lifted up angels bowing before him. I'm telling you, church, I've got news for Isis, Sisis, and Pisis. You wait till Jesus rise up. And start kicking over emblems. In that day, oh, that sunny, sunny day, when Jesus arrives, here comes the King, a King and Lord of all. Every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord over all. The only potentate, if you know it's true, let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. I want to tell you, church, he wished he hadn't touched Jesus Christ. He only had 12 men. Last one. But did he read Acts 2? 3,000 more joined him. Then 5,000 more. And they quit counting. There is no knife on earth that can depopulate Christianity. The more Rome killed them, the faster they grow. Isis will be the reason for the growth of our churches. Isis is going to bring a revival in the one that's Pentecostal church like you've never seen before. Hear my word from the Holy Ghost. Because when people hear what those cruel people are doing, they're going to run to the Savior. And they meant it for evil. And God going to turn it to good. It's going to bring revival. It's in the survival. You can't destroy Pentecost. The gates of hell shall not, will not, cannot prevail against it. There's more being born again than they're being beheaded. Woo! Anna provoked. So you got some Anna in your life. So you got prostitutes playing with your husband. And if your husband don't stop it, you're going to die from AIDS. Within 12 months, you're going to hear your husband got AIDS. And then next 12 months, you're going to die from it. And there's nothing you can do about it. I just prophesied to you a while ago. 
You have 24 month prophecy in your life right now. You play around with prostitutes and whoremongers and sodomites. In 24 months, you'd be dead. You say, how do I know that? Well, I don't know anything. But God confirming His Word with signs following. Find followings. First thing you're going to notice is a weight loss. Start losing weight. Number two, the starts, pardon me, urinating blood. Number three, start coughing up blood. Number four, their eyes are going to socket. You see what's happening? God is freeing you up from the scars and the disease. God's going to set you free from sodomites and evildoers because it won't forever happen. Nabal will one day drop from heart attack. And Abigail will be free. Hallelujah. You see what happened, my friend? Anna got provoked long enough. And one day it occurred to her, I got a Savior. I got a Savior. Say, Xander, you got a Savior. You're not a loser. I hate to tell you this, you're going to win. Hallelujah. Healing is coming. You've been provoked long enough. And God said, put an end to it all. If Samuel was born at the time when the light was going out. Amazing God that God's God's so convenient, eh? The most inconvenient time God produces Samuel. Hallelujah. Some of you don't know the power of your mouth. But be careful what you prophesy, friend, because the way you prophesy is going to come to pass. You are a child of God. You're the body of Christ. And if you prophesy, it's going to happen, just like you said. Hallelujah. So don't kill what you want to keep alive. And don't keep alive what you want dead. Go ahead, speak right now, speak right now, speak right now, speak. Speak in the Holy Ghost. From your mouth come life and death. Anna provoked in a tragedy, but triumph came. She composed a song. She won. And she had more kids than she had to Samuel. Wicked old Amos tried to destroy. Try to destroy Esther. Turn to the book of Esther, folks. In fact, you guys need to read that book. Please. Anybody in this church having problems and trials and tribulation, I, I want to tell you, you're going to find the answer in that book and mark it down. Everything in that book that you see happening is going to happen to your life. Everything that's happening in that book is going to happen to your life. Read for yourself. I give you a prophetic word from the Bible. Everything in the book of Esther is going to happen to you. It's happening in your life already. And the outcome is going to be just like you read it right there. And you're going to have a feast of Purim. For once you're in your life, you have a pure marriage, a pure family, a pure house, a pure home, a pure... Oh, come on now. The feast of Purim. 
It means what could have happened didn't happen. You know, God protects wives from age. Though the man has it. Uh, though the woman has it. Because God will not destroy the righteous with the wicked. Gonorrhea, syphilis, and all these diseases come in the body of a man or a woman. And God still protect his people. Because he got the power to do it. He can control. Because he said, none of those diseases will I put upon you. But I will protect you. In the tragedy of it all, God bring triumph. And they came up with a feast called the Feast of Purim. The Feast of Purim means what they planned to hurt me with did not happen. Most times we celebrate how God brought us out from it. But they're celebrating how God prevent it from happening. The devil like to kill you. But God says you shall not die. You shall live. The devil wants you to go bankrupt. God says it shall not happen. For your cruise of meal will not run out. And your oil will always be for sale. Somebody said to me, well, Pastor Neil, I, I, I was a tar sand going up there in Mount Marisol. Let me tell you, friend, cash is not king. Let me tell you what king is. Silver is not king. Let me tell you what, what king is. Oil. Because it's in my Bible, oil is oil forevermore. Economy going to fail, but oil going to fail. Honey, we're right in the middle of it right here. Wicked Haman, he perished on his own gallows. Don't you ever mess with a child of God. Because if they ever start crying tears on you, you are in for trouble. Those tears are not wasted. Those cries don't go unheard. If you read Revelation chapter 6, he said, wait a little while, revenge is coming. It looks like wickedness is prevailing. It's not. Wickedness is to bring revival. When Paul, which was Saul, pushed the church, and Saul was a terrorist. Read your Bible. He was a terrorist. He, he murdered Christians. Read your Bible. He, he hung them. He crucified them. He ostracized them. He blasphemed them. And the more he did, the more the church grew. And then God turned around and saved them. Do you know how many Muslims are being saved today? You have no idea. More Muslims have been saved since the rise of Isis than any other time in the history of Mohammedism. Never have there been so many Muslims converted to Christianity that they're trying to reverse it and can't reverse it. Shocking, isn't it? The rise of terror only created a need for a Savior. Sickness gave rise for a need for a doctor. And sin gave rise for a need for the blood of Calvary. <coughs> this church is going to grow. But not artificially. When we say you're in, you're in. 
Can somebody hear me? When we say you're born again, we don't think so, or maybe so. We're telling you this so. When we baptize you in Jesus Christ's name, you got remission of sin, not forgiveness of sin. When we tell you got the Holy Ghost, you got the sign and the seal of the Holy Ghost. You're in, honey. You're in. And bless God, let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Let the church say amen. Okay, pray to all you people. Well, can I go on some more? My wife is not here. So I got to misbehave myself. Don't tell her I said that. That beautiful sugar. She's brown sugar. Hallelujah. I stopped drinking coffee during tea now. That didn't cost you nothing. It's a free advertisement. Oh, clap it to Jesus. Haman hung on his own gallows. Church, I'm going to shock you now. I'm going to shock you. It's true. When God wanted to destroy a nation in the Bible called their sinful practices, He provoked them. You know how He does it? He made them rise up and attack Israel. He need a reason to slap them. I'm going to tell you folks right now, all you going through trials and tragedies and tribulations and temptations and turmoil, God is giving an occasion for Him to personally attack the devil. The Lord don't just attack Satan. He need a reason for it. He need a reason. Otherwise, he can't touch you. That's the devil. Now, listen to me, church. Job was a good man. It was not Satan's idea that Job should have born. It was God's. And can I tell you, God is involved in your problem? Can't tell you, He allowed it. But He told the devil not to take you to your breaking point. I don't care how frustrated you are, you are not at your break point. You can surrender if you want to, but you're never going to come to the point where you say it's unbearable. It's a lie. God said, I'll never take you there. That means you got that much space. That's why we can mess around and get back to God and nothing happen. There's more grace than you can sin. And I'm not giving lesson for sin either. I'm just saying, by the seven times shall we fall. You should hear me tonight. Oh my God. Let's read it tonight. Ooh. Lord of mercy. Hot dog. Lord of mercy. Can't wait till tonight. But you know what? God's grace is sufficient. And some of you, you sit down there and persecute yourself. That's not from God. God's not a prosecutor. God don't beat his wife. He's not a wife beater. Hallelujah. Every time my wife cook a bad meal, I don't... Cur- I she never does it anyway. <laughs> I don't walk on her and throw the mess out. No! I wait for the next time round. God is not waiting for me to fail every time. The person tattering on me is the devil. He's my accuser. 
And you confuse conviction with condemnation. There's no condemnation to any Christian. It's not available. It's not here. It's on the devil. It's causing you problem, but not me problem, because I know in whom I believe. And I know what God said I can go through. And God said, look, have you tried Job? You don't have anybody. And God gave me a revelation on this. Because mm. the pastor, there are heroes in your church. There's some heroes here. They're going through hell and not giving up. And, and I didn't even give them an asbestos jacket. Well, God, is God got morbid? No. You're a witness. One day the lady in church, we won her. And we brought to God. I thought, God, we heal people all the time. How come we can't heal her? God said, just a minute. On the day of judgment, I need somebody to live for me through that situation. That when the world says, well, I pray, you didn't help me. God said, hey, come over here. Come over here, Job. Did you have boils? Yes. How many boils did you have? whole lot. Everywhere in my body. Do you still live for me? Yes. You could too. Depart. No. Did you live for me? Yes, you did. Did you see you in the fort? No. But did you believe? Yeah. See, you could have to Bye. Let's worship God. Before I close, and I'm trying to close because you folks can't eat too much uh, feed. I noticed that. You Pentecostals are different. Hallelujah. I've been told. I've been told. But church, the devils couldn't touch Job without permission. Impossible God know what's happening to you. And you kids, listen to me now. I don't know the story too well because I've grown out of the story of many years now. I forgot what the story's all about. But the rabbit and the tar baby. And the rabbit got caught hitting and punching and kicking the tar baby. But see, the old fox put it there to catch him. The fox intended evil. Is that right? To destroy the rabbit. And while the rabbit is hanging on there on his cross, can't get off it. The fox starts laughing at him. Because he put that there to catch him. You know, the devil put things out to catch you and me. Set you up to gratify our flesh so he can accuse us. Church, I found something that worked in heaven. Five minutes in sin and lose eternity. Ask the devil, why should I get a throne in heaven for a little bar stool? I want you to ask him that. Hello. Why that little, little moment of little sin going to rob me of eternity? No, devil! I said, no! I said, no! You're not going to get me. I'm not one of those people. I've got triumph in my mind. And Job said, I will not let go of my integrity. Let's stand. I better stop. I'm not done. I'm going to stand. Did not Job win the battle? But who was behind it? God! 
He allows him with limits. Can somebody in this church right now, I know you got trials and tragedies and temptations and problems in your life, but can I convince you right now, you're not at the limit of your tolerance. And if you believe that you're going to be victorious at the end, I dare you to step out before the devil right now and show him, I can walk that altar of confidence and praise God. I can, while she's running to the altar, I can praise God at this altar. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw men unto me. What about Daniel? Every problem Daniel went through led to another promotion. Maybe God may not promote you on earth, but in heaven He will promote you. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. God have your promotion in view. Wow. God have your promotion in view. They meant evil. But you know what? Where rabbit got off and he ran. He ran. We're getting off also. The devil set us up, but we're getting off. He set you up to fail. But you're not going to fail. You're going to prevail. Come on, beloved. You can prevail. You can overcome your problems and your past. Come on. Give it all up today. Let go. Come on, backsliders. Get back in the church. You're not a forgotten soul. You can get back. Go sing. <laughs>